Hello everyone, I am Roberto Baldezon for the rbaldezon.com blog and the rbaldezon podcast. I want to thank you for downloading and for continuing to keep up to date with the kind of things that I'm publishing via this podcast, ideas, suggestions, and long-term planning, and of course, the interviews that I uh, hope to get back into uh, shortly. So today I've uh, decided to change the format a little bit and uh, you hear a little bit of uh, different background noises here. And the reason is I've decided to take my show on the road. And primarily what that means is um, I moved not too long ago from one location to another. So I'm living uh, about a half mile longer, but it also means I'm, I'm spending more time in the car, which is okay. And I've decided to make use of that time by recording my ideas and my reflections um, as I'm driving home. And right now I'm driving back home from the school. So there it is. I'm, I'm changing the format a little bit and I hope you don't mind that, that you can put up with the background noise and still get something out of my experiences. And today I want to touch on a, on a subject that I've been uh, kind of planning around since I've started planning for budget for next school year with my team and it has to do with professional development for my team members. Now it has been my, my plan in the, in the past that I've always provided some sort of professional development to my team members and as well as professional development I'm always looking to provide them as well uh, with equipment um, so that they they are always kind of experimenting and exploring what is around the bend. Uh, as we know, students are quick to adopt new technologies, uh, new game consoles, new handheld devices, and as a tech department, we, we need to be aware of how these uh, devices work, and more importantly, how they might interact with our network should they make it through the doors. So this is one of the main reasons why I like to uh, always explore the launch of new devices and technologies is so that at least we are aware of what kind of impact it may have on our networks uh, should the device or the technology become mainstream and students pick up on it. Another thing is, of course, PD. Professional development for IT departments is usually very expensive. Specialized training on firewall uh, technologies, on virtual uh, virtualization technologies and practices, uh, certifications, and, and those kinds of trainings do not come cheap. So it has been practiced in the past that when I provide any type of high-end industrial-grade certification training, that I, I don't ask the employee or the team member to pony up any kind of money out of their pocket other than the tests themselves, but the courses and the, uh, and, and I rather usually bulk these up into a one week long or two week long intensive course. Um, I usually have the school pay for it fully. And then I, I include a couple of hooks into the deal. One is that the employee must pay for the testing and that the testing be concluded within the first month of having completed the training. So 
if the training is, is finished in mid-December, I need proof from that employee that he or she took the test and passed by mid-January. If they do not do that, then I will put some sort of uh, retribution for the course total into the mix. And by that, I mean, you know, they, they will either pay back 5%, 10%, or up to say 25 or 30 percent of the course. Of course this builds in an incentive and as well kind of gives them a little bit of ownership of this training because uh, I won't just send anybody for training just for the sake of training but rather there's an end to that training and in this case usually it, it has to do with summer upgrades or improvements that we're doing. Um, the other hook I put into the equation here is that when a full certification training is done, that the, the team member must, uh, must commit to spending one, two, or three years with us post-training. And the way that works is, if the training costs figure anything below $7,000, I will say, you know what, yeah, give me a year after this training that, that you can commit to it. Because usually that training will happen in year one. Say, you know, it'll happen this year. So in the summer, we'll begin counting the following year. They have to remain with us for an entire year or be, you know, have to pay up either part of the course or the entire course if they happen to leave right away. And this is so that we kind of protect our investment a little bit. If the course costs anything between 7,000 and 15,000, I require a two-year commitment. And anything above $15,000, I require a three-year commitment. And I think it's only fair that the school is putting up a lot of money and time because it's not just the, uh, the amount of the training that we're, we're counting, but also the time that they are out of the office that the school is paying them to be at whatever conference and if there's any travel involved, and, and so on. So it's not a cheap, I mean, by no means is it a cheap endeavor. And for training, uh, industry-grade training and certification trainings uh, for VMware, Cisco, uh, any security appliances, any, um, you know, uh, SIS, LMS, any, any sort of server technology, you may be using Apple or you may be using uh, Microsoft or whatever, all of those kinds of trainings and conferences and primarily certifications, they do not come cheap. So they ought to be some sort of um, incentive and motivation for the, uh, the team member to kind of be responsible and be fair about what they're getting from the school. So this is the way I, I like to plan my uh, my goings on as far as training is concerned and, and PD for my team members and of course watching out a little bit for the budget of the school and making sure that the school gets something in return if it's not you know money in return at least we have a team member who is committed to staying with the school a minimum amount of time so that I as the tech director don't have to worry about you know, another replacement and a phase-in, phase-out um, time frame and, and all the headaches that come with losing a team member in the tech department. 
So there you have it. This is what I'm planning. I'm hoping uh, these ideas and my approach help you in what you're planning for next year. And if you have any questions or any suggestions, by all means, please, rbaldezon at gmail.com. Write me and I'll be happy to cover any kind of uh, scenario that you're currently facing as you're planning to the future. So rbaldezon.com. Again, Roberto Baldezon for the R. Baldezon podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll continue to talk and learn.